Here's Johnny! Welcome to my nightmare. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> I could have sworn I took that off the off the screen. <laughs> Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Fear Freaks Podcast. I'm Braden. I'm Destiny. And we are the Fear Freaks. Uh, yeah, I could have sworn that I took that off. Like, I was like, oh, man, like, you know what? Whatever. Awkward start. First awkward start in quite some time. I hope that you guys are all doing well tonight. Hope you guys are all having a fantastic Wednesday night so far. Um and really a great week so far. It's already Wednesday. And I said it last week, I, I just started working from home again, Monday and Tuesday. So this kind of feels like my, like my Monday, like I was like in, in the office today and I don't know, it just felt weird. You know, Des, how are you doing this week? Is it, is it dragging a little bit or what's going on? I am tired. I'm very tired. Work was insanely crazy today. And yeah, it was hot, so I'm really tired. But today was my Friday, so whatever. Yeah, lucky you. It's well, fine now. Yeah, I've got a few more days of shenanigans uh, to, to get taken care of. But anyway, uh, I hope that the chat's all doing well tonight. Tonight, we've got a very fun topic talking about a fan film that just came out this past Thursday. I had to check the date. I, I literally earlier thought it was Friday at noon. It was this past Thursday at noon. It was August 31st at noon. Uh, and you were able to watch it. You can watch it now on YouTube. Uh, we're going to get into that tonight. But obviously, to kickstart the night, I want to say hello to the chat. But before we say hello to the chat, I want to give a big shout out to the Patreons of the channel. Thank you guys for your support. Um, I did just post a poll on Patreon uh, yesterday, or not really a poll, it was a question as to what we should do on Fear Freaks for a watch party next. If you are a Patreon and you'd like to answer that question, go on there. Uh, I saw a few of you have responded to that. Uh, some really good ones, by the way. I was already talking to Destiny about it and when we can potentially fit those in. So thank you to the Patreons. If you guys would like to join the channel, you guys can do so at patreon.com backslash Braden Timmons. Um, so thank you to you all. And chat, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Misael, I do see that we already got a super chat. Don't worry, I'll get to you when we uh, get uh, to you on the line. Uh, Lamontre, how are you? And Tanis, thank you so much for being a member of the channel, buddy. We appreciate you. Uh, LaMontre again. Uh, Brettman, how are you? Ashton, what's going on? Brandon, how are you? Cody D666, what's up? He, she, we, big boobs, what's up? I, honestly, that's the absolute name of the night so far. I was, I'm going to start picking that. Name of the night every week, and that's it here. Uh, Sebastian, how are you doing? Uh, I see uh, Misael, here's your super chat. Which one do I want to use? Misael, you can't stay, so you know what you get? Now you gotta die. Those are the rules. <laughs> You're not able to be in here, so those are the rules for you. Um, and then uh, what else do we got? Uh, Brooke, what's up? Let's see here. Uh, I think that's it so far. I think I covered everyone. Des, can you confirm? Are you able to see on your end? Did I miss anybody? 
think that's it. Okay, cool. I hope that you guys are all doing well. So now that that's out of the way, Des, what's going on within your realm or world of horror this week? What's happening in your world? Well, September has started, which means all the movies I've been saving, I can start watching. Even though quite a few of these, they weren't really on my list. But um, I guess I'll mainly talk about the first time watches. So I watched Annabelle Comes Home, which I actually enjoyed a lot more than I thought I would. I kind of just wanted just a standard sort of horror movie. Um, And Ed and Lorraine were in it more than I thought they were, like would be with the opening mainly. And even though the movie, I think, is a typical, like, Conjuring Universe type movie, like, the jump scares are predictable, yada yada, like, I don't ever really feel a sense of true danger watching these as well, because usually no one dies, or it's like, if someone dies, it's like one person, maybe. So, all that being said, though, I thought it was a decent time. I gave it, I think, either three or three and a half stars. Um, I enjoyed it. I did like the characters, even though like the characters are making dumb decisions, especially one character, but then they kind of give reason as to why, because I remember sort of hearing about the premise of this movie and I was like, what the fuck? Like who would do that? But then you kind of find out why. And personally, I was like, damn, I relate to that. So I get it. So yeah, watch that. I watched the exorcist three which I very much enjoyed. It's a little bit weird. It's a little strange. But overall, I think very well done. Um, And the atmosphere is so great and everything. And then the last first time watch that I did is a movie called Tamara. And it's a 2000s movie. And it stars Channing Tatum, um, his ex-wife, Jenna who was also in, like, the Step Up movies. She is, like, Tamara in it, so that was pretty cool. And it's almost like... It's, like, Sorority Row meets Ginger Snaps meets Jennifer's Body in, like, that type of realm. And it's cheesy, and it's definitely 2000s, but I, I enjoyed it. It was, like, bitchy, but, like, in a fun way. And I actually really liked it. And I don't ever, weirdly enough, I saw someone tweet that they were watching it the same day I watched it. But I didn't talk about it at all. And I was like, oh my God, like, what are the odds? Me and this person on Twitter are watching, like, the same movie that I've never seen anyone talk about. So check it out if you like movies like Sorority Row and Jennifer's Body and Ginger Snaps. Because it was pretty decent. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. That's awesome. Wait, one more thing. One more thing. I started watching Twin Peaks. Now, I've looked up how to watch this because it's a show, but there's also like movies and whatever. But I've watched the first episode in about like 20 minutes of the second episode because I want to watch this throughout like fall and October, at least like the first season. And the first episode's like an hour and a half long. So it's basically a movie. Um, so far, I'm really enjoying it, though. Good. It's a murder mystery type show. I always see everyone talk about it. Twin Peaks, Tuesdays, like, there's watch parties for it. 
And I always heard like it's really good, like sort of fall vibes, which you can definitely like see that with like the greenery and like the woods all around it. But mm-hmm. Twin Peaks, first episode down, still got a lot more to go through. But yeah, so far, so good. Nice. We actually have a restaurant here in Arizona called Twin Peaks. It's actually there's a few of them. It's like a brewery. Yeah, it's like and, Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <clears throat> in a way. Um, yeah. Did you mention that you watched The Nun or no? No, because I only did my first time watches. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Whoops. I'm sorry. Perhaps she said that and perhaps I also that just like flew right in and out but anyway brett man thank you so much for the super chat we got watched exorcist three due to peer pressure oh no who the heck is peer pressuring you you know what you know what you get for that one for your information my revenue stream currently generates two million dollars a year in charitable contributions for my community hot damn hot damn Gotta love that one. Miss that one a little bit. So, you know, but now that we've got like a rotation going, it's it's a pretty good one. Sebastian says, are y'all getting ready for the Nun 2? Well, let me, uh, uh, Antonis, I'm going to go ahead and answer your question here in just a second. I got that starred. Um, and thank you for the super chat. Um, but everything that I've done this week, I watched Creep for the first time. Uh, Destiny and I watched that on Thursday last week. And it was really good. Uh, like I was creeped out, <laughs> you know, no <laughs> pun intended, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. but, um, yeah, I was, I was creeped out for, um, for the duration of the movie and the ending man is just fucking like, it just, it leaves you with the shivers. Um, I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. It's honestly, I was texting Misael after for a little bit too. And I think it's gotta be my favorite found footage movie that I've seen to date. I like I liked it quite a bit. So um, I am excited to watch Creep 2. Destiny and I, I think, are going to be watching it uh, this week, right? We're going to be watching Creep 2. Uh, so I'm excited to, to check that out for sure. Um, but yeah, really enjoyed Creep. Um, watched The Nun yesterday. And I did see The Nun 2 last night. I had the press screening for The Nun 2 last night. My review will be out tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. when the review embargo lifts. Um, but I'll just give you some little quick thoughts here, not a formal review or anything, but I, I thought it was, uh, better than the first one. I, that's what I can say about it is that it was better than the first one still has the cheap jump scares and the third act is crazy. I did post that social reaction, uh, last night online. Um, so I saw it last night. It definitely, um, I would say it exceeded my expectations cause I really didn't expect to like it at all. Um, so my expectations were pretty low and it was fine. You know, that that's what I'll say about it. So if you guys are conjuring fans, definitely do check it out though. Um, that's what I'll say about it. And Antonis, what date in September or October are you going to horror nights? And is it Hollywood again this year? My first night is September 10th. I am so hyped. So you're going on Sunday. Um, Destiny and I are going this weekend. We're, we're going uh, Friday and Saturday, though. So uh, and we are going to be in Hollywood. Yes. Um, so that is when we are going. We are going to be there this Friday night and Saturday. We're so excited. Can't freaking wait um, for uh, this weekend. Going to be a lot of fun. And I got to give you your video here. Uh, where's my money? Where's my money? Yeah, you got money to pay for fake mustaches, huh? I love that clip as well. So um, but yeah. 
uh, Antonis. So, uh, hope you have a blast, man. I'm definitely excited to hear what your house, re- uh, ranking is going to be. So message me when you're done. Um, you know, enjoy the event. You don't have to pressurize messaging me during the event. Uh, enjoy it. And, uh, let me know what your house ranking ends up being. <clears throat> Mago, what's going on? Welcome in. Um, Brettman says Annabelle creation treatment justice for the nun too. No, I, I wouldn't say that. I I wouldn't give it Annabelle creation level, you know, because Annabelle creation is a far better. It's a far better sequel than the nun two is. That's for sure. But the nun two is it, it is better than the first one. I will give it that. So um, okay, with all, with all that being said, let's get into the main topic of the night. Dylan's new nightmare. Nightmare on Elm Street fan film written and directed by Cecil Laird um, of the horror show of uh, the horror show YouTube channel. You guys can go check them out. They like me do a lot of horror reviews and everything. Um, now that I live in Arizona, I do. What's that? You said makes sense. Right. Uh, the, the horror show. Um, now that I live in Arizona, I do see Cecil, uh, quite a bit at some of the press screenings and we have brief conversations and everything. Um, definitely, uh, always great to chat with him. Um, I think the first time that I actually met him was when we were at mad monster. I think that was the first time I met him in person. That was the first conversation that, that him and I had had. And that's where destiny and I saw this movie initially. So, um, we both watched it today, right? Des. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you finished it up today. And uh, what did you think um, your first time? And what did you think after watching it today? Just some quick little thoughts on Dylan's new nightmare. Well, watching it there was really cool. Cause like, that was like the main reason why we even went was because they were doing this. So we went to the uh-huh. convention. Um, so it was really cool to watch it with like a crowd. Um, Cause every time I've gone to conventions, I, haven't really watched anything. So it was cool to watch this with the crowd. And it was cool because Dave was there as Freddy. So he like walked in in the full get up and everything. And they had a Q&A afterwards and stuff like that. So that was just cool because I've never done that. And I really enjoyed the movie. There's little things that wasn't the biggest fan of. And those things still stand today. But I still feel the same way about the movie. The parts where I think it's really good. It's really good. The parts where I'm just like, okay, it's all right. But overall, I really enjoyed it. Nice. Good. Um, yeah, kind of like what you said, it was really cool to see um, the movie on the big screen and see it with an audience. I mean, that was really cool because when you see a movie like this, like obviously a lot of people just sit in their home and watch it on YouTube and all that stuff. And it's really just you and one other person, or maybe you're just by yourself. Um, but seeing it in a, in a theater with like getting all the reactions and everything, a movie kind of takes on a, a different life form when you get to see all of that happening around you. And I explained that because uh, Sally was just um, playing at Houston a, a few weeks ago. And it, it really did. Cause I hadn't had a chance to see my movie with an audience and, you know, Cecil must've been on the top of the world. Like, you know, after, uh, after seeing the reaction that it got and the Q and a was great and everything, but yeah, that was the main reason that we went, I remember sending destiny saying, Oh my God, it's literally only 40 minutes from the house. We should go and see it. And, uh, we went with, uh, Victoria and Tony and, uh, from Flopbuster. that it was just great. It was a great 
all around night and just a great group of people to be there with. And um, kind of like Destiny, also, my thoughts are basically the same. I enjoyed it. Okay. I enjoyed it. The The movie, it, it's got some good looks to it. The I think Destiny nailed it on the head. The parts that are really good are really good. And then there are some things that I feel maybe could have been shaved off just a little bit, but I'm sure there's a reason as to why they are as long or as stretched out um, as they are, right? So to kind of kickstart, Dylan's New Nightmare is a sequel, a fan-made sequel, unofficial, to Wes Craven's New Nightmare from 1995. So this picks up 25 years later, and it follows Miko Hughes' Dylan Porter, and it's Miko Hughes back, which is awesome that Cecil was able to accomplish. Um, and we did find out at Mad, at Mad Monster, excuse me, that the reason that the premiere was at Mad Monster was because that was where Cecil pitched the idea to Miko originally. So that was how the gears kind of started to turn on that. So that was really cool to kind of come to understand the history of where this short idea came from and where, you know, the wheels kind of started to gear forward. Um, so, yeah, that that was uh, awesome. Um, Des, what are some of your other thoughts on uh, Dylan's New Nightmare? What are your thoughts on the performances? I thought, well, for one, Davis Freddie, I think is great. Um, I love the voice. I think it's so fitting. And there's a moment where they're doing their sort of like own rendition of like the one, two, Freddy's coming for you, mm -hmm. their own version of it. Um, but the voice sounds so good, so menacing. I thought the makeup was great. Um, the eyes are a little, like a, just a little bit too dark for me because that's kind of like part five sort of has like those little like the dark under eyes but overall i think it looks great mm -hmm. um and it was weird watching them put the makeup on him i do remember even like oh dave is right there getting like the makeup put on him and i'm like looking past him i'm like where because he was like in his bald cap and everything which is just crazy to see uh but i think overall the performances are great i thought mika hughes is still in coming back did great so there's really not a performance well no mm, let's see i thought everyone did great but i would say that i think i think some of the reactions to something happening to them is not big enough do you know what i mean mm-hmm are we doing spoilers for this or are we just yes. doing it? Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Okay. Spoilers in the chat. If you have not seen Dylan's new nightmare, go watch it, come back and listen to our overall thoughts on the movie. We are going into spoilers. Sorry. This isn't just, okay. I was so. about to say stuff. And then I was like, wait, okay. Yeah, you, you were like, Oh wow. So we only basically have 10 minutes left of this stream because that's all I can really talk about. But yeah. if we're actually going into spoil. Okay. Yeah. Go on. And, uh, Okay, so the the scene that I'm thinking of is like the scene with um, the psychiatrist. She gets her arm, and they called it like a sushi roll because it does look like a sushi roll. But she gets her arm like sushi rolled off of her. And then she just kind of like sat there. 
And I was just like, I just feel like the reaction would be bigger if your arms got cut off, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that's, like, my main gripe when it comes to the acting. I thought um, Ron, you said, correct? Ron Sloan. I thought he did so good in his role, mainly because we see him um, as Junior in Friday 13 Part 5, and it's, like, a completely different type of character to, to see him in this role where he is, like, what starts off Freddy basically is him talking and then it morphs into like Freddy's voice and everything, which I mm-hmm. thought that scene was great. Oh, and another thing, I know I'm kind of word vomiting. It freaking Victor Crowley. That was something I was kind of surprised no one asked at the convention or anything. And I was not going to be the one to ask anything. But behind there, it said um, there was like Hatchet. They're talking about Hatchet and Victor Crowley. And when they're Mm-hmm. reading the script it's like left off of like victor crowley so mm-hmm. um yeah i thought that was pretty pretty fascinating so i mean I, I don't know if that was just like in there just to be in there or if there's like meaning behind there but either way i'm i want more hatchet and victor crowley but mm-hmm. i think that whole opening scene is great the color palette with the green and the red lighting so good seeing freddy is so good that shot when um like dylan like looks up and everything very good so yeah yeah very much no um i i i agree i think that the opening of the movie was really strong and it really you know got me like excited and i mean when we see the freddy reveal and everything and the whole audition scene is done really well like i mean nick sloan playing the casting director and then, you know, how it does transition his voice into Freddie's voice. And the voiceover was done really well, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they, they clearly put a lot of time in making sure that the words and everything fit perfectly. Um, because that could have gone a complete uh, different way. I just hit my light. Whoops. Um, that could have gone a completely different way. And it could have looked really uh, funny and wonky. But no, it um, it, it looked and sounded great. Uh And then uh, as the two next to him just kind of like start, you know, killing themselves, it was just like a whoa. I was like, and then the blood blood splats on the casting director. And you're just like, holy shit. Um, I I wasn't expecting that, honestly. Like, I was just like expecting it to like maybe cut away or something because I wasn't sure like how violent they were looking to get with it. Yeah it's there <laughs> it is yeah and it's like and it looks good it does yeah the the blood and that's one thing that you know you, you got to kind of pay attention to because i guess it also the de- it depends on the vibe of the movie like rob zombies halloween has very dark blood throughout the entire thing yeah but it's consistent you know like the blood is dark for the duration of the movie like you can't have black blood in the beginning and then have it be red later Can you on imagine so- like rob zombie blood and then it switches over to like italian blood where it's basically like red paint like it's so that'd be um yeah, yeah that that would just be like a vibe switch you know yeah, <laughs> just like, like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened <laughs> excuse me yeah it would be like what you guys like just change makeup artists like halfway through the out. movie like uh you just ran out um but yeah so the blood looked really good i was like oh shit that actually like i bought it as like real blood i was like god damn um and then yeah that whole thing with with the reveal of freddie 
like when me uh i almost said uh miko it is miko but when dylan started going you know i know that voice and then the table flips and the the flip and the color change was so good i was just like okay that is really fucking cool because and this is a i'm not gonna lie this is a pretty tough task to to get done because now we're in freddy's world now we're in the dream world and i thought the use of the green and the red was fantastic and then freddy's kind of like coming up and adjusting himself and uh, i like how the first line that we get in this movie of freddy well not really first line but of him in the attire that we know Mm -hmm. was the line the only line that we got a chance to hear him like see him say in the trailer he's like boo you know i was like i i love that and dave if you're watching this or you're listening to this in the future man you, you knocked it out of the park that's one thing i will say is that you definitely brought freddie back in a really really damn good way to the fans um i also do like his line like when they're going back and forth in this scene and dylan's like we killed you like or i saw you die like we ended you one he's like once and for a time maybe but never once and for all like i love that i was like oh that's so good um and that kind of like translates to the remainder of the scene where you know he he's essentially telling dylan yeah I'm back, bitch. Like, you know? yeah. uh, and he does call him a bitch too. He's like, you're always be my bitch, right? <laughs> and it's great. So, um, and that leads to Dylan running and seeing him. The walking on the wall scene was really cool. I wasn't expecting to see anything. No, like yeah, that. that's because I remember from the trailer, you do see that shot like with Dylan like looking up, and I was like, oh man, and it has like the color like all around him and stuff. And I was like, this right here is what I'm looking forward to is this scene. And it was like that part, um, mm-hmm. which I think was great. I really enjoy that whole opening part of the movie. All of that I thought was done very, very well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, hold on. I'm Kevin. What's going on, man? Welcome in. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mia says Miko. Sl- I'm catching up here on some of the comments. I'm trying to see where Kevin came in. Did I say something? He says Dave didn't say that Cecil did. If I said they were talking about going into shock, that's like the reaction. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Which, like, yeah, but also, you know. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. I, I was just making sure, like, I'm like catching up on all the comments and I'm like, wait, did I say something incorrectly? I want to make sure I tried to make sure that all my facts were straight here before <laughs> we jump. Destiny knows I was like sitting here and I'm like looking at all my notes and I'm like, OK, got this, this, this. All right. Awesome. Um, But yeah, OK, we got quite a few more people in here now. Welcome in, everyone. If you guys are in here and I haven't had a chance to say hello to you guys yet. Welcome. Glad to have you guys in here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about um, Freddy's. Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. It was my light. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Kevin's asking, uh, did you get a chance to meet Dave? Um, we didn't. Uh, he like literally walked like right by us. He said hi to us though. We were sitting down and he did say hi to us. Like he, yeah, he, he, he did do that uh, to the both of us. That that was really, really cool. Um, Cause you know, Dave is obviously one of our uh, YouTube associates, so it was cool to have him say hi. He, honestly, he looked scary as shit, too. 
I didn't want to walk up to him like right there. And he looked like he was getting ready to go on stage and give a presentation and everything. And he did. Uh, he did post the video of him uh, welcoming Mad Monster. That was really fucking cool. Um, but no, we didn't get a chance to meet uh, him afterward because they did a photo op and the line was so long and both of us were just so tired that we just had to, we were like, all right. I, I did message Tony Dave though. What's that? Tony was drunk too. Tony was drunk. Yes. Yes. I did shoot Dave a message though, uh, congratulating him on uh, the Dylan's Do Nightmare stuff. And he replied and it was just really cool to, you know, have a chance to see all that live. Um, but yeah. Uh, I do hopefully plan on catching him. If he's going to Halloween 45, it would be great to, to meet him there because I'll be there as well. Um, let's see here. Who else is uh, in here? Did you get a chance to meet Dave? Let's see. Both of the Robs are... Oh, they're talking about the Halloween movies now or whatever. Okay, cool. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the makeup because I saw a lot of people in the chat talking about the makeup of Freddie. Okay. Des, what are your thoughts on the makeup of Freddie in this movie? Overall, I think it looks great. Um, just besides like the little bit of the darkness, I think it could have just been lightened up a little bit around the eyes, but that's just cause like, I, I don't really like the look of like Freddy. I'm not saying this Freddy looks like part five, but with the darkness around the eyes, it kind of does. And even like the mouth, I think I would have preferred it to be like lightened up a little bit and not like too dark. Mm -hmm. But besides that, like I thought the makeup looked great. Yeah, I I'll agree to that. I think that, um, I mean, I didn't mind the look actually. I kind of liked the fact that the eyes kind of like had like holes in them. I didn't really care uh, about that too much, even though at, at the first point I was like, wait, I know that he had hours of makeup done to him. We actually saw him in getting the makeup done, um, like right around the, the table that they had at a uh, mad monster. But I was like, at first I'm like sitting there, I'm like, is that like some sort of like mask or something like that? That's just kind of like, on, but it's not. So, you know, that's kind of like what um, I was more looking at at first. Um, but no, I think that the makeup is is great. And in New Nightmare, his eyes actually do sink in like that. And this is 25 years later. He's been gone for a little while. So, you know, it makes sense that the makeup may look a little bit more chipped or something. So I thought that that was uh, I didn't mind that at all. So. Um, I thought that it looked great the entire time. I think everything with Freddie in this movie was awesome. I think that every single time Dave was on screen, he killed it. I mean, mm -hmm. granted, Dave is a professional voice actor, and he said even after the shoot that he took this as seriously as if he was offered the role of Freddie in a feature. And you could see that. And same thing with Miko Hughes. I don't want to give Dave all the clout. Miko Hughes at mad monster it was really cool to kind of hear him say that he had like a, a life switch away from acting and how you know this was the first role he's had in what 20 years he hasn't acted in like 20 years um so it was kind of cool to to hear that and i thought that for not acting in 20 years it's like it's like riding a bike he just jumped back in and i thought that he was fine for you know the performance yeah yeah, like I feel like I I would say him, of course, Dave, of course, 
and then Ron. I feel like those three gave like the best performances. Or even like the side characters, like you said, with the opening audition, like they don't really have too much to do. They're just like kind of sitting there and stuff like that. But when they kind of when there's like that flip with everything going on, even like they are like it's creepy. So I thought everyone did great mm-hmm. overall with their role. Yeah. And you can tell like that everyone took it seriously, which I yeah. appreciate. You can tell like everyone was treating this as seriously like as possible. Sure. Yeah, uh, Mud says Dylan's new nightmare was okay. Do they plan on making more? Because the story barely even began before it was over. They do plan on making more. Yes, obviously we got that cliffhanger ending um, with Dylan's mom Heather calling. Uh, I did like the explanation that you know she's in a, a psych ward and everything right now because of the traumatic experience that she that she went through and. Even why Dylan is now seeing a psychiatrist. Now, I'm going to say my least favorite scene, and I shouldn't even say that it's bad, was the psychiatrist scene. Like the whole, and I get it. That, that is a very, that it's a scene where dialogue needs to be presented because those are the scenes that allow the story to push forward. But I do wish that it was just shaved down just a little bit. You know, I feel like it was just a little bit too long. Um, but I think that the explanation there, the dialogue there was fine. I thought that I didn't have any issues with the dialogue. I was uh, pretty invested, but then I like looked and I was like, oh shit, like we only have like, you know, tw- like 12 minutes left and now we're at 16 minutes of the movie. So, you know, again, I get it that it's a heavy dialogue scene for, you know, to, to push the story forward. Um, and maybe it'll fit better that long once we see the next movie and maybe if they embed it into the feature, I feel like then that it'll work a lot better. But um, it was my least favorite scene simply because of just how long that it just felt, you know, because uh, Dylan goes home, he calls the psych ward asking to speak to Heather. I did like that. We got, you know, Freddie on the phone and he was like talking to him and he was like, you know, like what the fuck? And she was like, uh, hello. You know, I, I, I did like that. It got a chuckle out of me. Very yeah. well done, Cecil. You know, you, you, you got me to laugh. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and then we're at the uh, night where Freddie... Th- now, if there's anybody that can answer this, this is what I was wondering, is I did like that we got a scene of Freddie crawling out of the bed, right? I, I thought that that was kind of cool. I liked the sheet scene that's obviously freddie coming out of like walls or something like that with his head that's iconic stuff but why did freddie just get out of dylan's bed put on his jacket put on his hat say fuck you too kid and just walk out that's the only thing that i was just that's the only thing that really Cause like a, a, an extended dialogue scene, I can hundred percent get behind hundred percent. I think that, you know, but that just kind of was just like, isn't he trying to toy with Dylan? Well then like, yeah, exactly. So like he's trying to toy with Dylan, but he, he, he walked out of the house and just went right to the psychiatrist. Well, exactly with what you just said, if we're not seeing the full thing, 
what do you think's gonna happen? Oh, now Dylan finds out his psych like she's dead. Who killed her? Freddie. You know? So I do think it is still a form of like toying with him, even mm-hmm. though like yeah, he didn't mess with them because he was like while he was sleeping. But I think in a bigger picture, that is like still him just like fucking or yeah, that's him fucking with them because he just killed his psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin, also, I, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to agree with Kevin. I was going to say if Dave was announced as the next Freddy after seeing him in this. Yeah, I I'd, I'd let him give it a go. You know, I, I shouldn't even say give it a go. He gave it a go here. This was like a real this was like his audition for Freddy Krueger. Um, and I think he killed it. I do agree with you, Kevin. Yeah, go on with what you were saying. I honestly do not remember. There's no way that was five seconds ago. God. I know, but I was reading people's comments. Oh, I got it. Okay. Next time, don't even tell me to go. Just finish your thought. Okay. okay. <laughs> Next time, just be like, let me finish my thought. Um, no, but yeah. So the, the psych scene at the end, I thought was, I liked that. I liked how that was where we got the updated, the, variant of one two freddy's coming for you and i did like how freddy was singing it as well um made yeah made sense um and then yeah like when he comes in and he's like what's up doc i thought that that was that's that great was awesome. that's great stuff great freddy dialogue i will say it's jarring to see freddy krueger on a phone when she looks at her phone and he's like on her phone, that just is so weird. I don't know. It's so weird. Like, I feel like it's not as weird when it comes to like watching stuff from like the 80s and 90s when they're incorporated. Like in Dream Warriors, like they're watching the TV and he's like on TV on like the, the show or whatever. Like, that doesn't feel jarring, but seeing Freddy, like, on an iPhone feels so weird. Like, it feels wrong. I don't know if it's just because it's, like, modern technology or something. Mm-hmm. It was just a little jarring the first time, and I kind of forgot it was there, and then it was still jarring the second time. I was, like, it was, like, a jump scare in a way. I was, like, oh, yeah. Kind it just of. feels so out of, not out of place in the movie, but out of place in the world just because... I well, don't know. it's weird seeing them um, in 2023, I guess. Yeah, because I mean, in a way, I feel like it was kind of trying to reference the original nightmare when Nancy's on the phone and then like it's the tongue kind of coming out. But and that's a little weird, you know, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I guess we just have to adapt because we're so used to like the 80s stuff and seeing yeah. Freddy, like, you know, doing stuff to old ass phones and everything. And just, yeah, him having now the ability to get digitally onto it's crazy screen. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be weird, right? Like, I mean, yeah. cause they didn't they didn't take a risk like that in Nightmare 2010. They didn't really yeah. do anything with Nightmare. Well, they took some risks. They, they took some risks. And they I will say, places. but before anyone in here... Uh, says that they love Nightmare 2010. If you do, great. But I will say, Jackie Earl Haley was great with what he was given as Freddy. 
Like, you know, I feel like, I mean, that, that was an impossible task to take on. Okay. And he was just like, Hey, it was almost as if, like there was like an auction and everyone's just like, Hey, yeah, you know what? People are going to hate you. And the hands just like start going down and down. And he, he's the last one with his hand up. He's just like, I'll do it. Sure. Why not? And he was fine. Right. He, he was, yeah. he was good. So um, I do think there are decent moments in, in uh, 2010, the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I watched it so much growing up, like, cause in like 2010, I was around like 12. And so I owned this remake and then I owned the Friday 13th remake and like Paranormal Activity. So those are like the only three DVDs I owned. Like I bought those with my own money. Mm-hmm. And so I watched them almost every day because it's all mm-hmm. I had. And so I think uh, there's like a little bit, there's still like love for the movie just because I've seen it so many times. Um, but I do think it has some pretty well done moments. Yeah, it, it definitely does. I, I It definitely does. And eventually I'm sure we'll talk about some sort of nightmare stuff on, on the stream and we could talk about that for sure. And Tana says, I can't tell if the kills were practical or CGI. I think most of them were practical. Um, practical effects uh, yeah i don't think that there was a, a whole lot of cgi in here at all actually um i think it was pretty much all all practical yeah um mud was saying that uh he did put um her bloody pen on dylan's dresser or desk at the end of um at the end of the movie so c- that could have perhaps been him toying with him maybe getting rid of his getting rid of his psychiatrist so that way he can continue to have nightmares and he you know doesn't have anybody to talk to about it so um yeah that that could be a uh that could be a thing for sure um like he's like i'll take care of this you know right now and that's it so now and now he'll be able to start coming for him more i will say it did leave me wanting more Mm-hmm. The movie left me wanting a lot more. And when it ended, I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, shit. It's a fucking short film. Like, you know, because <laughs> the credits start rolling and you're just like, you're just getting like into it. And you're just like, the fuck? Like, yeah. So you definitely want more, which is a good thing. Um, It does feel like, damn, you know, like. That was it. Mm-hmm. But also. There is supposed to be more which I'm very excited to see because like I said, I did enjoy this one and I do want to see where this continues to go. Mm-hmm. So yeah. no, definitely I mean, want to see more. Yeah, absolutely. And I do see here, we got Brett man saying he's a big defender of nightmare 2010. Well, sorry, Brett, you know, we'll have to do one of those ballot out streams or something like that. Um, and, uh, and Tana's here says you and me both. Um, speaking of which, Brandon, I'm going to abide to my promise this week, and I'm going to go ahead and open a question here for the chat. And that is, what is your guys' favorite nightmare movie? I'm curious to hear what your favorite nightmare movie is. And while you guys place your answers in the chat, I would like to hear Destiny's favorite nightmare, and then I will give my favorite one as well. So, um, Chat, go ahead, place your guys' answers in. It could also be Dylan's new nightmare. It is technically a nightmare film. So, you know, um, Des, what is your favorite nightmare movie? Um, 
my favorite is the original, but just to like not just be like, oh, the original. My second favorite is Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Okay. I love New Nightmare. So I was also very much looking forward to this because I'm a huge fan of New Nightmare. But the original is my favorite. I love that movie, except for that very ending, which, whatever. It's not like Wes Craven wanted it anyways. So yeah, I don't really hold it too much for that. But besides that, I love the original. I think the original is great. But okay, that and then New Nightmare. Yeah, um, th- that's great. And it's funny that you and I have both of the same because I do like New Nightmare a lot. But I mean, the, the original, this is where it all started. Uh, I'm always a big original guy. Like the original Halloween's my favorite. The original Scream's my favorite. Nightmare is the exact same thing. The only exception that I actually make is with Chucky and with Friday the 13th. Yeah. Part twos for both of those are better, in my opinion, than the first ones. But the original Nightmare on Elm Street, the one that started all. Um, oh, do you have something to say? Oh, sorry. It looked like you were raising it's, your hand. If I move too much, it like washes me out. So I have to put my hand up for it to the exposure is too mm-hmm. high or something. Whatever. I don't fucking oh, know. Gotcha. I thought you were raising your hand. No, like sorry, I have I'm not to raising say, my hand when I'm doing I, this. Well, okay. That's good to know. Um, yeah, the original Nightmare on Elm Street is definitely my favorite, but I'm seeing Cody here saying uh Dream Warriors. What great choice, honestly. Uh, Byron, what's going on? I saw that you're in here. Fachi, how are you tonight, my friend? Um, Nightmare 2, uh, definitely That's my third, favorite. third favorite. Okay, I, I need to rewatch Nightmare 2. Yeah. Because I because I tell you all the time, I don't remember loving that movie. So, you know, I will need to sit down and rewatch it. And uh, maybe we can add that as a watch party for October or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I need to give Nightmare 2 a rewatch and, um, really I'd like to rewatch all of them, uh, at this year. That would be really cool. Um, but yeah, Nightmare 2, good one. We got Brandon saying the original, of course, uh, Brettman saying the OG 1984. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ashton says the OG, but dream warriors is getting close to topping it. It it, it is funny when you have a franchise like this and then you've got all these different options and then you continue to watch them, you know, some of them can leap over and uh, the sequels, they do kind of get a little, um, some of the sequels are underrated. That's for sure. They're not talked about enough. Uh, I know, I do know that nightmare two is a very popular option within the nightmare world. So no, before I actually give full thoughts on it, nobody quote me on saying that I'm not a fan of it. Let me rewatch it. And then I will give full detailed thoughts on it after I give it a rewatch. Okay. Um, mud says new nightmare used to be my favorite until I rewatched it and realized how annoying Dylan is in it. I still enjoy it. I don't really care about the annoyances, but hey, glad some uh, kids are annoying. Some kids are. I will say it's it's not like the child actors today, you know, um, that we get in movies today. Like we get like actual likable characters and all that stuff. Not to say that Dylan wasn't likable in New Nightmare. 
or anything, but yeah. Um, Sebastian says, are y'all looking forward to never hike alone? That fan film is going to be crazy or going to go crazy. I should say. Yes, I am. I very much enjoyed, um, never hike in the snow, right? Never hike in the snow. Yeah. Okay. I always fuck it up. Um, never hike in the snow. I very much enjoyed, um, that and, I'm excited to see where it continues. I thought there's a kill in that that was so freaking good. I was like, holy shit. That was amazing. Absolutely loved it. So I am very much looking forward to uh, what else is coming. Yeah. No. Uh, so am I. let me actually pull that question back up uh, here really quickly. Where is it? I lost it. I freaking lost it. But the question in the chat was, are y'all looking for, there it is. Are you all looking forward to Never Hike Alone? Uh, that fan film going to go crazy. Uh, yes, I definitely am. I've been a fan of both of them. I've enjoyed Never Hike Alone uh, and I've enjoyed Never Hike in the Snow. Uh, I do think Never Hike in the Snow went a little bit crazier with some of the kills. And there's only two kills in the movie, but that first one in, in the movie, it goes freaking crazy. It, it, it's, it's so good. It is. It is really freaking good, man. Um, and we did also at Mad Monster before we watched Dylan's New Nightmare. We got to see the sneak preview that's on YouTube right now, by the way. But we got to see the sneak preview of Never Hike Alone 2 um, because Vincent DeSanti and Womstomp Films are producers on this. And um, yeah, I think. I mean, it looks great. The cinematography, the quality, it legit looks like a freaking Hollywood movie. So, yeah, you can yeah. bet that I'm looking forward to it. The budget of it is absolutely insane. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm I have high hopes for this one. So, Vincent, if you're watching this, buddy, I'm going to be I'm going to be the most critical on it than I've been of your three films so far, simply because of the budget. So <laughs> there's this there's the one shot from um the trailer with the the way that like the camera moves i was like damn that was freaking cool that was very cool yeah and even like the whole sort of with the kid and the i won't say too much just in case people don't watch it there there's a scene in the opening part that i if i'm remembering correctly from the trailer where i was just like holy shit this little section is already like I don't know. I don't want to say too much. It was, it looked very good. Very good. That's what I'll say. Yeah, no, I mean, and it, it does. I had a chance to also meet Vincent at uh, mad monster. Him and I were just chatting a little bit about fan films and all that. And I mean, Vince is excited, man. And I, you could see the passion obviously that he's put into all of these. Um, but yeah, you could count me, count me in for it. I, I've been a fan of the first two. So, or I should say, Never Hike, which was the prequel to Never Hike Alone, and now the follow-up, which will conclude this story. And I'm honestly curious to see what he's going to do after Never Hike. Also, I'm looking forward to Never Hike, but I'm more excited to see what he's got up his sleeve uh, original-wise, like, you know, to see what Womp is going to do um, after. But I know that they're working hard and wrapping up on this. But um, I did see here, we got Robert the Wolfman in, one of the gents over at the horror show what's going on robert uh i promise you we weren't just talking never hike on this stream we were talking about dylan's new nightmare if you <laughs> listen earlier and, and uh yeah uh welcome in buddy glad to have you in here 
Um, didn't never hike alone already come out. Uh, never hike alone two, Antonis. Never hike alone two. Uh, Brooke says that Cecil just mentioned you, Braden. He's doing a QA right now. He probably was just talking about how lame I am. You know, that's probably it. That's what I'd be saying. <laughs> Destiny, Destiny didn't even hesitate on that at all. That's crazy. She's gonna be like, Braden Timmons? Who the I'm actually gonna go live <laughs> after this, and that was my plan. Who the fuck? Yeah, so catch her on Instagram live as soon as we're done here. Um, yeah. But uh, okay, uh, other thoughts here on Dylan's new nightmare. Uh, is there anything that we missed? Did we miss anything with Freddie, with Dylan? Um, I know that we talked briefly on that ending. Let, let's actually talk about this ending here because the voice, the voice. I mean, you know, it just, I, I got goosebumps earlier just realizing who the fuck he's talking to. It's just like, holy shit, that's his mom. You know, obviously they couldn't show her, um, but yeah, I think that I saw another, um, I saw, where did I see this? Oh, uh, Gavin was talking about it earlier. He was like, what are the, what are the odds of them getting uh, Heather Langenkamp back? And uh, got to say that you never know. It, you, you never know. It depends on what the budget is going to be for, um, it, it depends on what the budget's going to be for the next one. Uh, obviously, if they announce her, it'll probably go crazy fundraising wise, um, just like a lot of these fan films do when they announce big actors and stuff like that that are returning. And it's great that actors are willing to do that for fans that are trying to continue, you know, the legacy of these movies. Right. So, I mean, I got to say right now, it's kind of up in the air. You never know. Um, but if they can, that would be awesome. I mean, yeah. I know that Miko still has, a, from what I've heard or from what I've been told, a pretty good relationship with um, Heather and everything. So, yeah, uh, you, you just never know, really. Would be pretty awesome. It definitely would be pretty freaking awesome. So. Um, but the voice was someone that I follow on Twitter, Deandra. She was the voice, and she's a huge Nightmare fan. Like, it's her favorite. Her whole, like, studio is decked out in horror stuff, but mainly Nightmare on Elm Street. She, like, that is her number one is Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, so, it was, like, I did see her at the convention, and she was cosplaying as Heather in New Nightmare. So, it was really cool to see her there. And it was awesome that she got to voice Heather just because I know she's just such a big fan. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? You're good. You're not frozen. Like you did glitch. It almost is like if you're playing a video game, you just like. <laughs> Anyways, so I just thought that was really cool that she got to voice um, Heather Langenkamp. That's awesome. That is that is really really awesome and yeah. great for her. Honestly, um, Byron says, "Braden, will you be going to H45? I will be. I will be there at the end of this month." Um, Kevin says it's me, Billy and never hike alone are the most studio looking fan films to date. I'm sure never hike Two And it's me, Billy Two will blow us away. Also. I'm sure that they will. And I, I love the work that, you know, Dave does with his production company and that Vince does with, uh, with his company as well. I think that they're giving us great stuff. Um, they're giving a, a, us something to look forward to. So yeah, definitely excited to see what they have coming. Are you excited for the Chucky maze? And you're referring to Halloween Horror Nights. I am. I am. Yes. 
Yeah. Not in my top anticipated, but I am I uh, am hoping it's a good one for sure. So, uh, oh, I was wondering why they were all laughing and they were laughing when we were making the joke about me being lame. It's okay, guys. I, I get it. You know, I'm a lame person. I say I say it to myself all the time. So, uh, Jeffrey, what's going on? Welcome in. Uh, you do always tend to make last minute entrances. I'm not going to lie, buddy, but it's okay. We Better love late you being than never. Better late than never. You caught us live. You allowed us to say hello to you. Um, but Made your welcome in. Hopefully that you're here. Uh, Gory, what's going on? Um, oh, Brett's heading out. Uh, is that what he said? Uh, or is Sebastian heading out? I think Sebastian's heading out. Bye, Sebastian. Have a good one. Thanks for stopping by and being here and being a part. Good night. Um. So, yeah, Brett, yeah, we thought you knew. <laughs> news to me um no but any last minute thoughts chat you guys what am i missing on dylan's new nightmare that we haven't touched on i feel like that we've touched on everything but i could be um could be mistaken so i think we got it deadpool on youtube welcome in i'm good i'm good Good how are you um oh the rating what is your rating of Dylan's new nightmare. Uh, let's go on a scale of five. That's what I normally go on. Three and a half out of five. Gave the same rating. Three and a half out of five. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that it's a very well-made film. I think that it, it gives us enough to want more. I think that the performances, especially from the two leads, Miko Hughes, Dave McRae, I think that both of them are great. Um, there's enough substance here, uh, to, you know, just, you could tell that Cecil's a a nightmare fan, um, just from everything that was accomplished in this movie. I will say my favorite part of this entire thing was the transition from the audition into the dream world. That, that was definitely really cool to see that. That kind of gave me Freddy versus Jason vibes, like with the red lighting and everything in the background. Um, I enjoyed that quite a bit. So yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to pick something up after I, you're just like, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm seeing a lot of three and a halves here, uh, four out of five. Um, so, hey, either way, I think that uh, it's a it's a well-made movie. And Cecil, you and your team should be uh, very happy with this. I know that y'all freaking have been working on this since 2019. Y'all were planning this pre-COVID. Y'all stuck with it. And that's very important. You guys said you were going to do it, and you did it. And now it's here for people to enjoy. I hope that you guys are happy with the final product. Um, you know, cause I understand, I understand all the shit that it takes to, to get something like this out and it can be frustrating and it could take time and you've got people hounding you like, where's it at? And you're like, it's coming. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what, um, our thoughts are on it. So Des, what do you got coming up this week? Nothing. Nothing. Cool. Uh, this week on the channel, I've got my Nun 2 review dropping tomorrow. Tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. It should be up. And then um, I have my Conjuring Universe ranking, which should be out on Friday. Um, so that is going to be coming up on the channel this week. 
with uh, obviously the Nun 2 coming out on Friday. And that's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for being an excellent audience tonight. As always, I saw a lot of great stuff going on in the uh, chat. Brandon, I hope that you were okay tonight with the one question. But as we continue, I will try to, you know, obviously incorporate the chat a little bit more. That was fun. I really did enjoy your guys' answers. So with all that being said, everyone, post your guys' comments down below. Let us know. What did you guys think of Dylan's new nightmare? Did you guys love it? Did you guys hate it? I hope that you guys didn't hate it. Did you guys kind of find it somewhere in the middle? Whatever those thoughts are, leave them in the comment section. We'd absolutely love to read them. And as always, if you guys like this, don't forget to join this channel on its journey to 15,000 subscribers. And we will see you guys next week. Uh, actually, in two weeks, we're not doing a show next week on Fear Freaks. Have a great one, everyone, and good night.